Rondo to Pierce. Pierce for three. Bang! Yo, guys, you're listening to 4 3. My name's Rahul. I got two guys with me. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm James. I'm Sridhar. And uh, today we're continuing our little start to the NBA season, 2020-2021. Yesterday we did the Eastern Conference over-under and gave our thoughts on, you know, the offseason, what we're, you know, we're going to predict for the season, and now we're going to do the Western Conference. So we're just going to jump right into it immediately. Um, So same same style as yesterday uh, with the over-unders. And, you know, we'll give some background on what that means in terms of an 82-game season since it's going to be 72 games. So – We'll go with uh, the first team, uh, Lakers. So I'll All right. let Pradar go with these these numbers since he's the math guy here. <laughs> okay, I, I made a spreadsheet. I don't, I don't know oh. that we can get that. Okay, but oh. all right. So Lakers are supposed to be they're, – they're, they're over-under set to 46.5. So if you're looking at it from an 82-game season, that's about like 53 wins. So we'll say like 52 and a half or something. So – I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under on this. Oh, whoa, whoa! There. The reason is like that's kind of so, spicy. So it's for, it's it's gonna be like a slight under. So if it's forty six and a half, I think they'll, I think they'll get like forty six or forty five wins because the Lakers can just go on cruise control and they'll be fine. Cruise right? Control. Like I don't expect it. Like I can see them. They're like the number three seed. They can go cruise control. Look at like 50 are you, wait, are you, you get LeBron in AD. You're going to get like 50. Are you saying cruise control or cruise control? Like, oh. like are they just going to go with like Kuzma the whole time? They're just going to make him the super. Oh boy, that's a, that took a little bit to get there, but. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but. I mean, that's one option. Or they get like yeah. Montrez, get Montrez to like, like I'm sure. 80's gonna take games off. They got Montrez, right? They'll go. They got they got Schroeder too. I mean, yeah, they, they load it up. At this, at this point, I don't like. I, at this point, I just like I don't think they're gonna care all that much. They'll just be like, okay, we're just gonna just get through the regular season. If we get a top four seed, we're good. Like, because I I they we go through the rest of the Western Conference. I I don't see a team like the Lakers aren't a tier of themselves in the Western Conference, in my mind. I just think they got so much better from last year in terms of their their depth and their bench. Like, like now let's yeah, not I'm not. off the floor. Like they're competent, and I don't think. I mean, okay, I guess the argument is that like, okay, LeBron, AD, etc., played really deep into the postseason, obviously because they won. So the turnaround is so short that they're just like going to rest them at the beginning, and they'll lose games that they should be winning. I guess that's the argument, but like. I really don't think they're going to rest that much, so I'm I'm going over. I mean, I'm I'm going over. I just I like, I th- I think they loaded up. A, I think they got better this past off season, so it's just like, yeah, yeah. I don't think they could be under from what they did. So they definitely got better than last year roster wise, but at the same time, LeBron and AD were playing a lot more last year than I expect them to play this year. That's that's just my logic. I don't expect them to play as much because. Like there, there are like a lot of like home and homes and back to backs that are going to be involved in the schedule. A lot of based on the co- like because of the COVID situation. So I would assume that like the big, at the second half of a back to back, like one of those two guys is going to get rest. I mean, I don't know, it's man. Because, like, 
Just because it's like, like I mean, I'm sure, like, because LeBron's what year 18 now in the league. I year believe 18, so. Year, like, something yeah. like that. Year 18. I'm pretty sure, like, even though he's like not human, I'm pretty sure he's still gonna get rest. AD, like, he, like, he still no, like, he still gets like injury bug. Like, he'll he'll miss like a handful of games anyway. Yeah. And sure, that's gonna matter. Yeah. Rest. But like, right. Like this roster is like so good compared to like what LeBron's worked with in the past, even last year. Like last year was one of the best LeBron rosters like in, in ages. Like I don't I just can't imagine them losing that many games. Like I think they're just like I think they'll win over fifty games, like over seventy two. So that's why I go over. But Yeah. The rookie okay, looks I'm wrong, I'm their wrong. new rookie. What's the name? Oh, like the talent. Talent. He's not a rookie. Yeah. He's Tom Horton Tucker's not a rookie. I thought he was a rookie. Yeah. Oh. What what is No, he got drafted last year, man. Oh. Uh, close enough. Young guy. Yeah. Like like a, like a, yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're Yeah, see NBA draft. Twenty nineteen, round two forty six pick, man. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, yo, he went to Cleveland. Every they upgraded like nearly everywhere. Like Harold's an upgrade, Wes Matthews is an upgrade, Schroeder's an upgrade, Gasol's an upgrade. I don't know if Gasol's an upgrade. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't like, I don't like Gasol. He's old. He's old for sure, and he plays a little old, but smart. He's smart. I mean. He is, but I mean, like... Well, he also gives you another three-point shooter because no big, like, no backup big last year for the Lakers was a shooter. It was just AD. And I would probably argue that Gasol's probably a better three-point shooter than than AD. So, I like the fit with Gasol. I mean, like, overall, it's a very good team. I'm not not disputing that. I'm just saying, like, they... I I feel like they're going to coast in the regular season... And then just destroy everyone in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, sure. I just think it's hard to do that. Like, it's hard to coast and like, like I guess the way I'm thinking about it is if they're over under, is you know effectively what translates to 53 games in a regular season. I don't think it's easy to coast enough to win like 50 games and then be expected to be like just dominant team in the playoffs. That's like yeah. fair. I mean, see the Cav Cavaliers LeBron team. Sure. Like that's what they did. They coasted the regular season, got to the playoffs, and still got to the finals. Was this twenty eighteen? Yeah. But that roster was so bad. They still coasted. Yeah. I guess we you can argue like the Warriors. Like when, when they had KD, like the second year they had KD, you could argue they coasted as well. Yeah, yeah. But like they still won a lot of games. I mean, yeah, but that, that's also because they had like, I mean, what's that's my thing. They, they, didn't, have, they didn't have the situation of they didn't they they finished playing two months. They finished playing the season two months ago. Yeah. And then well, I just feel like if they go fifty and twenty-two, like that's coasting, to me. Yeah, fifty and twenty-two. Well, like, fair. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Fifty and twenty-two is like, eh, I I I maybe. I mean, I'm just gonna go for the hot take and just go under, just for the sake of doing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're you're basically predicting, you know, those guys are gonna rest at the top, and then then it's gonna be tough to win some games. 
Yeah. They'll hit their stride later in the year. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to say it's wrong. I, I could definitely see it happening, but I just think they had loaded up too much. Yeah, I like them. I think they're the best team in the league, but I mean, well, that's probably that's not a hot take. I mean, I like they—they're the best team in the league. I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah, for sure. But they're not going to get the most wins. No, I think they're going to get both. That's fine. But like, we'll see. I mean, the next team is the Clippers. I also don't see that. Like, I think they'll get. I think they'll their their win total is supposed to be their their over unders at forty five and a half. And they, I can see them going over. And again, like yesterday, or not, like, I guess yesterday. Like when I say over, under, like it could just be, instead of getting 45 wins, it'll be 46 wins. And that's over. Yeah. So, gonna, yeah. so slight over for me. And it, for them, like that's like a 52 win pace. And I think if, for them, it's more like, they just need to make sure that they can play coherent basketball. True. Do you trust Ty Lue as the coach? I mean, Ty, I mean, he, he did win a championship with LeBron, right? LeBron listened to him. That's true, but I mean, LeBron also uh, elevated his game in the playoffs, unlike some people who shoot off the side of the backboard. Paul okay. George. Paul George only elevates in the strip club. True. I mean, as far as I know, Paul George. I I, I never heard of Paul George like going to the strip club like that. I mean, like we have we seen Kawhi do that, but I don't know about Paul George. I heard Paul George used to do that. Maybe those were the Indiana days when he was a young guy. Yeah, but I mean, Kawhi, we like, this was like last year, right? He went to Atlanta. Yeah, I thought Paul uh-huh. used to go to the Pawnee Strip Club. You know? The Pawnee Strip Club? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Man. God damn. Uh, well, we know Lou Williams is going to the strip club, too, but only for the wings. Yeah, okay. only for those wings. I don't know why you're eating so much, okay? All I'm saying is, at like at strip clubs in Atlanta, you also have fine dining establishments there. Also a thing. This is true. I, I know when I was uh, touring Georgia Tech for, you know, PhD programs, you know, we they they basically made us walk by a bunch of strip clubs and they were like, Oh, there's this place, there's this place, there's that place. No, so I mean so the one that's closest to <laughs> campus is a Cheetah Club and they have the Alluvia like they have the Allu- Alluvia place to eat, right? Oh yeah. And so like, apparently it's like a five-star place to eat. I'm not lying. Like, this is a thing. Look, all I'm saying is, uh, you know, if you're if you're sell to move to a place there's strip clubs with good food, I'm, I'm going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, well, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm, I'm reading here that Nick Batum is on the Clippers. Yes, he is. Yes. So do you sign a vet men deal? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how that. I don't know what he's, he's going to do there. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think he's. I think he's washed. I, I don't think it matters. They it's, signed it's, Marcus it's, Morris to a big contract too, right? See that that I didn't care for because I'm like, they, I like Marcus Morris. No, the Clippers signed uh, Marcus Morris to a big contract. Markeith got. Uh, I think Markeith got Vetman. I think. Oh. Yeah, but the, like the we have Baca, the Baca signing is big. You got it. I like the Ibaka signing for them. I think he'll fit well there. It's an upgrade for Harrell, in my opinion. Like, uh, by a lot. Yeah. The bigger issue is that, like, they just need to make sure that they can actually get, like, a good guard play in the playoffs, right? Yeah, well, they yeah. don't have a real point guard. So, like, I mean, Lou Williams is good, but, like, his his, his shtick is not going to work 
in the yeah. in the playoffs. It hasn't worked in the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. They have to hope that if you're watching those games at the end, those games at the end against Denver, it was like Kawhi like dribbling the ball and initiating the offense, and just that's like tiring if that's not your game. You know, like he's not yeah. a guard. He's not a point guard or you know a ball hawk or whatever I would you would call it. He's, he's not. He's not. He shouldn't be your lead ball handler. We'll put it yeah. that way. Yeah, that's just not his, his style. I mean, he's a great scorer, great footwork, you know, great mid-range game, but that's not No. Not but he's not the one who has to bring up the – he's not supposed to bring up the ball up the yeah. court and then initiate the offense. Yeah, it's they don't have a natural point guard. I mean, uh, we've got, we got the, the cops going off in, in Austin oh, no. over here. Um, yeah, I mean, Lou Williams is also really a scoring guard. Reggie Jackson's a scoring guard. Pat Bev. Pat Bev, you don't, like, he's not really an initiator like that. Yeah, I mean, Pat Bev is, like, basically someone who should be a small forward, but is only 6'1". And then Luke Kennard. I guess Luke Kennard is the guy they're looking, they're hoping will do that, but I get, I, I mean, Luke Kennard's not the kind of guy who's, like, yeah. I'm really excited to get him. No. Well, let's see. I mean, maybe they can make a trade or something uh, to get get a guy who will play a guard. I mean, they don't need, like, a great guard. I mean, like, I think even, like, a – they, I mean, if they got Rondo, it would have been big for them in the playoffs. But you know, they, I don't know why Rondo. Would I mean, be they had Rondo. If they had Rondo, it'd be like just just having Rondo in of itself because he can actually initiate an offense. Yeah, I think. Fine. I think he should. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't think you know Atlanta would trade him, but maybe. But if you think about it, like in Kawhi's career, like he's always up until last year, he's always had like a guard. Who's able to initiate the offense? At least, at least one guard who could initiate an offense, yeah. right? When he was in San Antonio, he had Manu and he had Tony Parker. I mean, he, yeah. he had Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry, right? Yeah, yeah. You could say the same thing about Paul George for the most part. I mean, he had George Hill, he had uh, Westbrook. I don't know who else he had in, in those intermediate years, but you know, that's that's pretty good. So. so it's like, yeah, they that's just their need... biggest problem. I mean, I think, yeah, I think the Baca signing is big because your closing lineup, I guess, is you have Kawhi, George, Ibaka, and Morris, and then you have to pick a guard, and that's the. the I guess like, I, I'm assuming because the other four guys can play D, like you just go with uh, Kennard, and just hope for the best because Kennard can shoot, like yeah. he can play all, all the best out of all, all out of all their options. But yeah, but yeah. you get you got to get someone to play on ball because all those other guys. Uh, are really off-ball players, maybe except, like, Marcus Morris. I don't know. I guess they would have to do it by committee or something. I don't know. They'd have yeah. to. No, I, I, I think of it as, like, Kennard is the best at being, like, out of their guard options, he's the best that can play off-ball while being able to play on-ball. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Lou Williams, yeah. Lou Williams, Lou Williams should not be, like, off-ball. We'll put it that way. Maybe, maybe Batum is the answer here, you know. He has some guard skills. Okay, if he's not okay, he's not right. washed, maybe he's your point guard. Do you, do you, I, I mean, he's washed, man. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, he's only like 30-something, 30, 31, 32. Okay, what was the last time you can think of Nick Batum being good? Portland? 2018, 2017? I mean, James out here saying Portland, man. Just Portland days? Yeah, he was good the first year in Charlotte. That was only like 2016-17? Yeah, I mean, that's not that long ago. That's like, that was four years ago, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I think they're definitely uh, – I think they'll have a tough time competing with the Lakers. 
And I think they'll win games. They'll probably be second in the West, but I I don't think it's going to work out for them in the playoffs if they don't get a point guard. Wow. So you, are you taking the over on the wins, but under on the playoffs? <laughs> um, I might actually go under because I have a – I mean, I think – I think they'll keep doing load management with Kawhi, and then that'll be tough for them to win uh, a lot of games, especially with, like, the condensed You don't think Paul George can carry him? What? You don't think Paul George can carry him? I mean, I think Paul George will have a better season than last year. I think he'll be a lot better, but I don't think uh, – I don't think he'll be able to carry this team. No. They're a good team, though. I'm not, I'm not trying to say they're not, but I think their, their key selling point is that they have, like, two top 15 players with, you know – Paul George is healthy and playing good. Whereas the Lakers have like what two of the top four players? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and I think their depth is a little bit better, though. It's not like the. I mean, the Clippers have some guy, good guys too. So, yeah, yeah but I'll go under. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I'm only gonna just take the over just because I think they're gonna be a good regular season team. But like you said. Their point. They're going to fizzle out in the playoffs. All right. Next, we're going to go with the Denver Nuggets, the team that actually beat the Clippers last year. Yeah, they're they're coming up to me. I, mean, uh, I think so. they, they, they could be a very fun team in the West. I mean, I'm and they, already, they already are, but, like, I think, I think I'm, I'm going to go with the over because I really want to see, like, what Michael Porter Jr. is going to do. I'm taking the over as well. Because over the past couple of years, they've also been like exceeding their win expectations to begin with. You know, yeah. that, like they're really good. Like they have a really good crunch time offense. And like if you do a Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic pick and roll, like either big, big or small version of that, like that's pretty much guaranteed offense. Yeah, you're gonna get a shot every time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so who's who's new on their team? I'm trying to think. So they lost. Uh, uh, they, got, they lost Jeremy Grant. Yeah, but Jeremy that means that Michael Porter Jr. is gonna play more. Yeah. Yeah, he's more dynamic. But like, I don't think that really is a big deal. Was Jermichael Green on their team last year? No, Jermichael no. last year. So they, yeah. they replaced Jeremy Grant with Jermichael Green. Yeah, they, I mean that's not a great replacement, but I guess like you're saying, it's the like more playing time for Porter Jr. Bull Bull maybe will start to play. Maybe he's pretty good. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, I, I mean I like Bull Bull. I think. He'll be inter- yeah. he'll be interesting, but I don't know if he's gonna like make or break. But like, I definitely would be curious to see what he's yeah what but he's gonna look like if Gary Harris is healthy the whole year. Oh that, yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, they have, I mean, have Gary Harris and Will Martin, right? Yeah, you have both of them. So that's that's they have good like wing depth. They they're, yeah, they're, 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 they have. I'm curious also to see. I don't know yeah. who their backup. I don't know who their backup guard is going to be. Like, who's going to be their backup point guard? Is it no uh, Monte Morris? Monte Morris is a good backup guard. Well, there you go. I think I like them. I like them a lot. They have a good group, and they'll, they'll be very interesting to watch. They still have like they still have KG Vet, Paul Millsap, right? Millsap. Yeah. Yeah. Millsap. Yeah, they got they got Millsap back. Like they got, they just have a bunch of, they have a bunch of fun young. They have a lot of young guys that could have a lot of high upside too. Yeah, I mean, like if they, they if they're like, oh, we see Cleveland's here, we're just gonna start bull bull. We're gonna get yeah, we'll go yeah. bull bull. R.J. Hampton, let's go. And they got the dude from uh, Marquette, Marcus Howard. I just remember him from Marquette as just being like, dude's a bucket. 
dude was a literal walking bucket. So, like, I'll be curious to see what he does at the NBA level. But, like, I mean, I don't expect him to do too much. But, like, you just see – you just – you remember him from Marquez. Like, he was literally the only person on the highlights. Yeah, I'm, I'm going over. Pound the over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're better than the Clippers, too. Like, I think if they met again in the playoffs, I think they'd win. That's yeah, I could, see them, I could see them getting the two seed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think they'll be the second best team and I think uh I think they'll uh I think they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. That's my my take on it. That's fair. Jokic, man. Jokic is modern day Larry Bird too. And he's like slimmed down too. Well, I don't even care if he slims down. It's just so good. Oh, now he's like not going to be out of breath running up the court. He's the best center in the NBA. This has been a hot take. Who's better? What? Between Denver and. No, who's a better center than Jokic? I mean, I'm like, I'm a pseudo Embiid stand. Well, I mean, if I double team. Double if Embiid is like actually fit, Embiid. Yeah, I mean, so Embiid has a defensive upside, right? But like, I just feel like Embiid, like every time he gets doubled, it's just like a turnover, or like a bumble of a play. And I feel like Jokic is just like if you double him, you're like really like it's good for Denver because he's such a good passer and he makes quick decisions, everything. He's a great shooter too. Everything. I just, yeah. I don't know. I just think he's the best center in the league. You could go maybe Rudy, Rudy Gobert. No, he's garbage. Okay. He's he's a COVID cesspool. <laughs> he's a COVID cesspool of garbage. That's what he is. All right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, no, he's not garbage. I'm just you know. Would you, you say Anthony Davis is a center? Well, that I, no, I I feel like he I feel like he's more of a power forward. I've never I've never seen I really he. He's, he doesn't seem like he's too. He qualifies a center as far as I think. Yeah, I mean, if he's a center, but he's, I, I don't know. I see, yeah, I see him more as a power forward, but. Yeah. I mean, if you guess you're saying who's the best big man in the league, the best big man is Anthony Davis. That, like, includes fours and fives. Yeah. But if we're just including centers, I feel like ah, it's all stupid. Positions are stupid anyway. But I'm just saying, he's, I think he's better than, like, Embiid or, like, Gobert or these other guys. Yeah. What about uh, Bam Adebayo? Uh, he's up coming. I don't. I don't think I, I wouldn't. Think Jokic is still better, just offensively. Uh, he's a lot better, but defensively though. Yeah, defensively, Bam is probably the most versatile of all the centers of the guys who play center. Like I think he has AD style versatility and is a little stronger. Um. So, yeah, Bam Adebayo is is coming out here, and I think he's going to be. Uh, you know, a perennial all-star, so. Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm just saying that I think I think Jokic uh, gets slightly underrated in these conversations because he's not necessarily as flashy or he doesn't seem as athletic, but, you know, he's, I mean, he's good. I'll put it this way. If you're making all-NBA teams, he's an all-NBA team player. So he's going to be one of the three best centers in the league. That's fair. My my thing is like I would put him on the first team like every year. I mean, based on last year, I think that you had to do that. 
But th- yeah. going into this year, I'm not sure. I, I mean, let's see. Because let's I, see. I, I figure Ben is going to get better. Right? Yeah. I mean, it depends how much of a leap he takes. But who knows? Maybe Jokic will get better, too. Jokic is still young. I mean, Jokic on defense? I don't know. I don't know. You don't like it when he just fouls people and then yells to the ref? Yeah, I, I, I don't like <laughs> it. I feel like that's not a good idea. I don't know about you. Yeah, he'll, like, foul people on purpose and then, like, raise his hand, yeah. obviously. Yeah, right. and, like, just look at the ref and be like... There's a lot of frustration battles that go on for Nikola Jokic. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's, There's, like, I'll just live with it. It's fine. It's for the okay. love of the game. He's modern-day right. Larry Bird, man. That's all I'm saying. Modern-day Larry Bird? Is yeah. Nikola Jokic? Yeah. Not Luka Doncic, who's on the next team, the Dallas Mavericks. I think, uh, I think Doncic is more of a uh, point guard. Like, I think Bird like really played a little bit more like a four, which Jokic kind of plays like. Um, but like, if Bird was in today's game, he'd be a four slash five. That's what I think. He averaged ten rebounds a game, man, in the eighties. You know, but I, I mean, like, sure, you know, I guess, but uh, Don just gets a lot of rebounds. They'd also have him there, run the offense at the same time. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I, Larry he, Bird, he yeah, but Larry Bird wasn't bringing the ball up every time. Like, that was DJ. I mean, maybe, like, maybe in the modern game, Larry Bird is the one who bring up the ball. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know how old players would play in today's game. I'm just. I just all you can say is that Larry Bird would be good in today's game. That's all I can say. Right. I guess it's just like when I watch Jokic play, I'm like, this reminds me of Larry Bird. However, Larry Bird was forced to play in his era, you know, but a little bit of a remix. I mean, okay, that's a that's a good way of saying it. Right. Yeah. Jokic yeah. is a good remix of Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying Larry Bird would necessarily play like Jokic today if he played in today's league. I can't like make that prediction. But yeah. Like, like that's a good way of putting it. Like Doncic, Doncic and uh, are and Jokic are like two different paths. Larry Bird could have gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way of describing it. So yeah, Denver's good. That's basically the the conclusion here. Who's next? next is Dallas. Next team yeah. is Dallas. Dallas, good, good mm-hmm. uh, segue. They're at forty-two and a half wins. Or do like forty-eight win pace, or like forty-eight point five wins. If we were to do it like in an 82 game season, and I mean, if Porzingis was healthy for the entire year, which that's not going to happen, like it's no. the East over, um, right? Yeah, right now he's like the torn meniscus, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently he's targeting January one for big man's return. Apparently is what the Mavericks are saying. But, like, even if he comes back January 1st, like, he's not going to be, like, rushed to play games. Yeah. Gonna, they're going to take him real slow. Yeah. So, it's real, like, real tough in my mind. But I think I'll still take the over because I expect Doncic to get better, even though he's gotten – he's not – he hasn't gone, like, James, full James Harden on this. James Hardy's actually. But, you know, he's still gotten a little chunkier. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I think Doncic will be fine. I think Doncic will be okay. So, again, uh, like, a slight over. They'll get, like, 40, 
they get like 43, 44 wins, and that's an over. So that, that's How is the, how's Powell doing? Like, didn't he have a pretty significant injury? Yeah, Powell also tore – I think I think he's either ACL or a meniscus. Yeah, that's that's a tough injury. Uh, that's a big blow. Yeah. I guess they're going to have to play uh, – No, Achilles. He had an Achilles injury. Oh, okay. oh. He's young. I mean – Yeah. They're going to have to play – That's not killing. And he did rely on his athleticism, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess uh, – But they still have Klebo, right? Yeah, they still they have Klebo, so I think that's fine. Yeah, he's a good shooter. Um Plus they added good shooting, and, like they added like they yeah. added a good wing defender in uh, what Josh Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they replaced Seth Curry with Tyrell Terry, so just a cheaper version of Seth Curry. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think they're I think they're fine. Was James Johnson on their team last year too? James Johnson, no, no, he was Miami, right? He was Miami, then went to Minnesota, and then I think went to Memphis. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't really know if he's that good anymore, but that's I don't think he is. Bo- I mean, unleash Boban, you know. Let him no, I mean, 30 the minutes. point of James Johnson is like, yo, you gotta, he's going to be like the Kendrick Perkins. He's just an enforcer dude who's on the team. Yeah. He's like, on the – Don, If Donji gets hit hard, James Johnson is going to come in come there. He's like, don't – All, all in the like, back alley team, James Johnson, first team. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Uh I mean, they still have Tim Hardaway Jr., so that's that's not good for them. No, I mean Tim Hardaway Jr. is fine. Like he was playing, he played fine for them last year. I just all I know is when I watch him play, as soon as he catches it, he just shoots it, just like no hesitation. I mean, that's probably a good thing for some, you know, for some situations. But I'm also just like, dude, come on, man. Like, it's like a you know fast break. No one's under the basket. Like he also shot forty percent from three on seven attempts per game. So. Let's see hmm. if he keeps it up. We'll, we'll see. Overall, it wasn't like he was a bad shooter. Shoots 82% from the line. Not bad. I think that's what you want if you're playing next to Doncic, right? You just want someone who can shoot 40% from three. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, I'm, plays in two. That's what you want. I'll go over just because of Doncic. Like, he's so yeah. I think, even though, like, I'm questionable on the rest of the roster with Porzingis potentially being out. He's just so good that, like, he'll probably he – can, He can carry them no problem. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll give it to, to them over. All right. So, I just want to make it clear, James, I think you said over for the first four teams you put. Like, at some point – I mean, I like these teams under. so far. I mean, there's nothing – I don't see anything where I'm just like, ah, no, I don't like them. I mean, I don't see anything wrong yet with these people. All right. Next team is Utah. Oh, Utah. Utah. Utah Jazz. I mean, for uh, the sake for the sake of not be for making sure that there's some amount of like understanding that at the end of the day the schedule has to be 500 right like teams have to go 500 combined yeah I'm gonna go the under on Utah but again I think Utah's a good team uh, yeah it's way under like their over under supposed to be 42 and a half wins like the Dallas Dallas Mavericks so I think they'd get like 47 wins if we were an 82 game season yeah yeah. Yeah, I uh, so being under. I agree. I think they're gonna. I'm I'm under too. I mean, they didn't really get better from last year in any like meaningful way, unless uh, sudden Conley is just way better. But I doubt that. I think he's gonna get worse. Yeah. Like, well, Conley was a lot better later in the season, right? Yeah. Their whole team got better later in the season. They started out terribly. They got they got better. Then Bojan Bogdanovic got hurt. Yeah. They still were almost able to beat uh, Denver. Like if that shot went in. 
That's true. Yeah, they're good. Well, Donovan Mitchell is just a stud. Is yeah. Listen, yeah. Donovan Mitchell is a stud. He's a stud. You know, Boyan, Joe, uh, Jordan Clarkson. You know, was gave them some good minutes. He was, he he was, was a good, good player. Like, and the walking cesspool. That is walking cesspool. COVID. I that dude's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like Gobert is pretty good. The favors, you know, I think here's my thing. I feel like favors and Conley are like on a negative trend in their career, right? So I just feel like I think the other teams in the in the conference and in the league got a, like better. So I think it'll be tough for them to be much better than like last year. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like you need to have Conley or uh or favors to be like really important. Like favors you can have him play like twenty minutes a game, that's probably fine. True. Conley you can have him play like thirty minutes a game, that's fine. Well, like, I mean, how good is a Boyan going to be? We'll see. I, I'm i also the big question for me is, you know, is Rudy going to get traded? He's expiring. That's right? true. And he's he's also said – Rudy's also, I think, made it – he's made it clear he wants a – he wants max money too. He wants to get paid. Right, so. right. So, like, that's the thing is, like, especially with, like, what's going on with, like, what the, the free agent class will be like next year, right? Yeah, if Rudy's going to be – yeah, and if Rudy's going to be the guy of free agent class next year, it makes sense for him to be like, no, I'm going to hold out. Right, and so, I mean, I guess in, in Utah's case, if they think the, the Gobert-Mitchell relationship is good now, if you can get him to sign an extension that's not the Supermax slash, like, you know, too much, you want to do it, like, now, right? Exactly. Like, if you could get him for, like, four years, 100, like, 10, 120 million, do you do it? I'd say you do do it because. So you're asking if you, if you give him the Haybert deal, would you give it to Rudy Gobert if you're Utah? Yeah. You mean, yeah. yeah, about that. I would. Yeah, no, I, would. I think that's what his worth is going to be because I think someone else would give him that contract. So if you can do it now. No, I mean, I, I, I'd, even find, I'd be fine giving him the max. I don't know, man. No, he, like, the issue is that he's eligible for the super max. Yeah, he, but he wants, he wants the so super max, though. Yeah, like. So if yeah. he wants a super max, no, you don't want to give him the super max. If he wants a regular max deal, fine. But I have at it. Yeah. I don't know like what's the most someone can offer him on another team. The, I don't know the numbers. They Some, probably could just give him a max deal. What's the max the is it like, like if the if 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 Utah's like, we'll give you a five year max, like if I'm Rudy Gobert, I'll just like that's a fair deal, I'll sign it. Yeah. But yeah, he wants to he wants to get paid. So I mean yeah, because he's a center who's 28. He turns 29 in June. Yeah. So at the end of the year, he turns 29. So after that, he has he'll have five years. So 29 to 34. At the end of that contract, yeah. like he's getting paid, and he should like most likely will be on the decline. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably like you guys. I'll probably also go under just because I don't know. Like I mean, I like what they have, but like I also too like I don't trust. Do I trust that? Uh, uh, like we said, Gobert is he gonna be able to? Is he gonna want? Is he gonna be there the whole year? And then is Mike Conley and Derek Favors are they gonna show age? Because I mean, like I like Mitchell, but I don't think he's like someone like Luca that can just go ahead and carry a team no problem. Yeah, I mean he's more like a two guard. Like, you know, I mean he is a two guard. Well, yeah, he's like six one. So yeah, he plays like he plays big, man. He. he I mean, sure, he plays big, but he's still, like, 6'1", right? Yeah. Like, the only guy who can really carry his team like that who's in the NBA, like, as of right now, is Chris Paul. And Chris Paul's, like, a bit too old for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Like, you don't really see small guys, like, 
guys below like six three carry teams like that. Yeah, to me, like the guys who are going to carry your team, like almost irrespective of roster to some degree, are like Luca, Giannis, LeBron, um, Harden. Or yeah, Harden. I mean, if he's happy. Yeah. So yeah. So I, yeah, I guess my thing is let's see what happens with Gobert. I mean, if he's. I also misspoke. There's also another guard who can who can carry a team like that. He's on the next team that we're going to talk about. Oh. Uh, I don't think he can, but we'll talk no, about it. You don't him. think he can? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Dang. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what Utah does. So next next team is Portland. Yeah. So they got, what? Essentially got first team All-NBA guard in Dame Lillard. Yeah. Well, it's going to be tough with Steph Curry coming back. That's okay. what I'm going to say. Well, okay. So you, okay. You, you think Dame Miller's going like, to go down easy like that? Unless he gets hurt or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, gonna, uh, I still right now at 40 and one and a half wins, which would be like 47 wins if there's an 82-game season. Yeah. Uh, I'm going under. I'm going on. You're going over. I'm going under. Okay. Why, why are you saying that? Well, I watched them last year, and they, they weren't very good the whole year. I mean, they had injuries. Yeah. I mean, they looked, they looked fine. They also added uh, airplane mode, and they added uh, Robert Covington. And so, uh, Harry, Harry Giles. I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know what Harry Giles is going to play, but okay, fine. But Robert I, Covington, okay. me, like if, you, if, if, you're, if your lineup is what? If your lineup is McCollum, Lillard, Gary Trent, McCollum, or not, not McCollum, Covington, and Nurkic, it's a pretty solid lineup. That's a pretty Bell solid lineup. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. You get Cantor, you got Collins, you got whatever. But they're I mean, they're going like to know that. a lot more than they should. Yeah, but I'm saying like at that closing five of the closing five of Nurkic, Covington, Lillard, McCollum, and Gary Trent, it's a very solid closing five. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I, I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I just uh... and again, yeah. like going over it could just mean they get forty, they go forty-two and 30, 34 or something. Like yeah, that. see, like that's why I also want to go over on it, but like I'm not like. Like oh yeah no it's gonna be high over like I I'm, I want to go back I'm going back and forth with it but I just like I, I like I like their roster a lot and I think Roko is gonna help a ton. I think this is gonna remind me of like 2015 where if like you remember it was like the difference between like the three and six seed it was like the what the Clippers and the Spurs was one game or like half yeah the one game or something like that I think it, it, a lot of these teams are gonna be around the same point. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what Vegas is saying, right? You know, they're basically like like two each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm the only one who says under. I guess I just don't trust Dane to be the guy, you know. <laughs> He's literally the kind perfect He's literally the guy. guy to trust. He's no. literally the perfect example of the guy like the guy. You want your players that you have on your team. Oh, I mean, give me give me Dame time all day. I mean, it's... I just seem to be convinced, man. I feel like <laughs> I'm not convinced yet. I just... You're not convinced. He got spanked by the Pelicans in 2018, which was I thought that was embarrassing. And then I think last year was not a good year. That was bad. Last year was bad. They were also injured, man. Yeah, they were very broken. Is Nurkic going to make the difference? Yes. Is he that good? Yes. 
Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I. I mean, yeah. I guess I. I just think they're gonna be. I just. I mean, I'm not like saying they're gonna be bad. I'm just like I think they're gonna be. Worse than, the Jazz, Mavs, Nuggets. Like you, you think they get like forty-one or forty-one? Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, I'm saying they're gonna win like forty or forty-one. So yeah, you think forty? Yeah, it's not like I'm saying they're gonna be like at thirty games. I just, you know. I don't know, man. Just don't let Dame Lillard listen to this. He's going to put out this track and just end you, man. You don't want to deal with that. I mean, what's he going to say? My jump shot's broke? It's true. It's all good. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's see. I, uh, I'm i just going under. Okay. All right. Okay, so the next one is the Phoenix Suns. They had, pro- they had one of the biggest off-seasons, I guess, in the NBA. Well, not, I guess. They did. They added Chris Paul. Pretty sure that's a big deal, that's right? Big deal. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. They didn't actually have to give up all that much to get him. Well, no, they really didn't. Because he's old. So their over under is projected at thirty eight and a half, and I think it's pretty easy. I, I think like if you have Chris Paul, like that's that's equivalent of forty four wins in the eighty two game season. I I, that, I think that's a pretty easy over. Yeah, in my mind. Over, not like a lot over, just because there's other games yeah. in the conference, but like. Maybe like 39 or 40 games. I'll go over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a, as the only team to go undefeated in the bubble. True. It looks like David Booker can play. So Aiden looks pretty good. They, yeah, Booker's pretty good. Aiden's going to be there the whole season, hopefully. Crowder's a nice, you know, I was saying it yesterday, Swift Army Knife player. Like, he makes them very versatile in terms of who they can play. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I like that. Still, like, I see Chris Paul. E- e- and Johnson and Mikhail Bridges are also solid players on the team. Yeah, you don't like ET1 anymore? <laughs> Yo, Etwan, Etwan's good. Etwan is a good, is a good backup guard. I mean... He's a good yeah. source of offense. They got the homie Dario Saric. So, I mean, like, it, it's not a... It's like a pretty good team. Yeah. Check yeah. Diallo. I, I, I don't know why you're just naming like really like people way down on the bench. Yeah. Abdel Nader. Well, yeah. Okay. Celtics Mikhail, legend, Abdel Nader. Bridges is pretty good. They also have that guy from UVA. I forgot his name. Not Kyle Guy. The other, the other guy from UVA. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh. UVA? Uh-huh. On, their t- on the Suns? Yeah, right? They don't have anyone on UVA. I'm looking at their roster. Oh, okay. I guess, I, I guess I'm misremembering him for someone else. Oh, Westford. The guy, Javon Carter? No, 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 no. Grandpa Carter? It's... Oh, he was there. I don't know. Man, okay. I've got to play where they at, though, because I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where most players uh, are. <laughs> no. I, I, th- I, thought, I thought this other guy was there. Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome is his name. Oh, yes. I, uh, yeah, I remember him. So they, was he there? Is their closing five going to be CP3? Oh, he was part of the – wow, he was part of the CP3 trade. My bad. Oh That's, no! God. So, is their closing lineup going to be CP3, Booker, Crowder, Saric, and Aiden? No, it's says uh, Aiden, Aiden Crowder, CP3, Booker, and one of Mikhail Bridges or Keldon jo- and uh, Cam Johnson. Yeah, I like that better. Yeah. Yeah, like you get Booker. Booker can Booker can definitely close. He can score. He can. And on top of that, you still have Chris Paul. He can He can still run a show. Yeah, yeah. I think 
I think you have enough talent there to like keep him relatively healthy. Like, yeah, kind of, you know, he can be like in the same way where he was in OKC, where like he's not going to score, he's not going to be like doing 18 and nine. He'll be like 16 and six or like 15 and six. And it's like, I would, like, I would be like 15, I would think like 15, 15 and eight. I yeah. Because like, he's just going to distribute more. Exactly. Not really to score. Just let, let well, Booker score, but Aiden score. Like, he I, I, like, he's going to have a very easy two, he's going to have a nice two man game with DeAndre Aiden. That's oh, my for sure. Absolutely. This is. I think it's good for his career to be in this place. Honestly. Yeah. So you can take the over, or are you still taking under on him, on them? I'm taking over, but like really harsh, like very like slightly over. So like 39 wins. Like I'm, I'm thinking like 40 yeah. wins. Like, not like, like the Blazers are better than them to me, even though I just like clearly was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I match, but there's still a reason why they're like the seventh team in this list, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, they're definitely making the playoffs. So, yeah. How about you, James? What are you thinking? I take the over. No, like you said, I take the over. All right. Easy. Easy money. Okay, next one's money. a Golden State Warriors. This is this Gold. is a good one for betting. This was over yeah. under 36 and a half. So, essentially like a 500 team. Oh, no. Give me the over. Okay. So, James is immediately like over. I'm going to take the under, actually. Wow. I'm, I'm taking over for sure. I want to hear the under justification. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins is not good at basketball. Okay. We knew that. But Kelly Oubre is pretty. He is. They got a pretty boy. He doesn't make you good, right? I mean, he still he's, he became pretty good, I think. Uh, Kelly Oubre is a nice high-energy guy, and he, can, he, 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 gets, he does little things well. All right. Well, so what's your rationale for under? It's just, it's just Andrew Wiggins? It's not just I, – I don't know. Like, based off of, like, seeing Steph – Steph played last year before he got hurt. They they were really bad last year. He played like, like hard I mean, it was only four games. I get it, but they were get like they were getting destroyed. Yeah, but like I think I think Ubre and Wiggins are better than who they had before. And they have Kent Bazemore. They have Wanamaker. Yeah, and I want to see what I want to see what Wiseman can do. I'm very intrigued by him because now yeah now well, they fi- now they finally have a legit center. My my view is more like like what like how much better do you think that will make them? Like well, yeah, they were like, like terrible last year. Rotation but, players instead of like five bad rotation players. Yeah, no, like these rotation players are actually decent now that they have. I'm not saying they're going to be great. I just it's no, not but like I like their makeup better. My I guess, but like, but the teams that are also there is like you got the Pelicans. I I think the Pelicans will be like as good, if not better than them, I just because like I think. My because I'm over. I'm just betting on Steph Curry basically. Like I think. No, yeah, yeah Steph. That's not a bet. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. Like, I'm just saying, yeah. based off of last year getting absolutely smoked. Yeah. I like, mean, the, so, the only thing I could see them getting them really good is that they got – they actually just got really healthy. But even then, like, they don't – like, if they had Clay Thompson, it's easy over. Yeah. Like, 40.5, 42.5 or something. Yeah, they had Clay Thompson. Like, yeah. I think yeah. If, they, if they had Clay, they would be, like, you know, four to six seed. Yeah. But without Clay, like, I think it's, it's like, right now they're sitting at the eight seed right now. Oh no! I think they're a little higher. I'll I'll still think that's a bit tough for them because like yeah, Pelicans are still good. The Rockets, like if they if they have Harden, they'll be good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It depends what his attitude is. I mean, I I guess I got to see how good Wiseman is. Um, The tough thing, I guess, is they don't have much shooting really. Like if you look at it beyond Curry, and so I I mean that's I mean that's the way the league's going. 
So, like, I feel like Golden State has always represented, like, you know, this team that just shoots a lot of threes. But, like, as time has yeah. gone, they've become – it's really just been, like, Steph and Clay. With Steph, Clay, Clay, KD, and then KD's gone, Clay's hurt. So, really – and Draymond regressed, you know. So, like, I mean, I guess Wiggins can kind of shoot threes, but it's, like, yeah, I don't really trust him that much. No. Uh, I guess my, my take is just – you know, I, I think Curry will have, like, a renaissance season. I think he'll play MVP style, and I think he'll carry, you know, his team to, like, seven seed, basically. You know, that's yeah. what, I'm not telling you he's going to carry his team to, like, you know, a top thing without Clay, but I think, you know, he'll, he'll do good. Like, yeah. I just also want to make it clear. I think he'll finish, like, a 500. So that's 41. Like, that would be 36 wins, or, like, it would be, like, 35 and 37, so slightly under 500. Yeah. Then, given the other teams in the West – like, that's still pretty good. Like, I mean, if they were in the East, it would be a different story. I, better, like, yeah. I still think, like, Golden State is better than Indiana, for example. I guess I just don't think it's inconceivable that, like, that they'll be close to, like, what Portland is. I'm not, you know, I just, that's just, like, me thinking Steph is really good. But, uh... So you went under, Shadar. I, I went took, over. I did take, no. Yeah, and I took over as well. So we, we, we went over. Brad, Brad Wanamaker, man. That's the guy. <laughs> Can't sleep on Wanamaker. I mean, he was so, he's solid. He is. <laughs> but to be clear, so last year, Steph Curry, I, in five games last year, a very small sample size, he shot 25% from three. Five games, man. That's five games. I'm just saying, that's not good. Yeah, he just was coming back off a serious injury. Steph? Steph was not coming off a serious injury. Like, he got injured, but... But that also hurts part of it, right? Because he's we played, like, what, three three games before the injury and then two games after, some something like that. So, like... But he also shot... He shot 100% from the free throw line. So, I mean, give and take. You know so what I mean? Cute. I think... I honestly think he's going to average 30 a game this year. He's going to have to. I think he's going to like, garbage stats. I think he's, like... Gonna make them so that's a better. second. That's a second MVP season. If you go up to thirty points a game, like I don't think he's at that. That was five years ago. If if he if he pulls them to like a four seed, I think he wins MVP. I don't think I don't see that happening. I can't think of a way that could happen. I think it's possible. I mean, he's really good, man. I understand he's really good. He's but top five player in the league. I think <laughs> people are forgetting that. That means if if you're getting a, like if he's getting up to four seed, that means that he's jumping like based off of we what we have, he's jumping the Mavericks, Jazz, and Blazers, and Suns. I I could see a world where it's conceivable. I just I'm not doubting Steph Curry is what I'm saying. Ah, uh, I'm I'm I guess call me a hater. I don't know. Why you gotta hate? Well, maybe Draymond. Dude just came, dude just came out with a new line, a new clothing line, and everything. Yeah. I I, I guess I don't know. It's because I'm not wearing a hoodie today. That's pretty much it. That's pretty right. Is he is Fair. he break the record on on threes? He, he might have. have to. Yeah. Like, what you guys are saying, like he might have to. I think he. Yeah. Has to. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna shatter the record. It's gonna yeah, be so the record is him. That was taking. He took eleven point seven three pointers per game. What was it? Totals. I think he set the record. He took. He took 810 in one year. He took 886 in his second MVP year. Yeah. That's a lot, guys. It is. But now he doesn't have Clay there shooting, so. True. So he's just going to take all the threes? <laughs> well, I mean, like, pretty much. Like, 
That's the other thing. I don't. I don't think of Steve Kerr's offense to be like, yeah, you know, we're gonna just we're just gonna get Steph the ball at all points in time and just have him shoot, 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 shoot. That's just not gonna work. Well, he might have to transition to that if he wants to make, uh, you know, if he wants to give yeah. Steph that third MVP. Well, if he wants to make the playoffs, they're gonna have to play a different way. That's. I mean, that's just sort of a fact. Okay. I and I think Ubre is gonna be good too. Like I know he's not Clay. I just. Yeah. He's a pretty good player. Like, I don't, you know, no one replaces Clay Thompson, but, you know, he'll give you 15 points a game, good defense, hit a couple of corner threes. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that he'll get like 35 wins instead of 36 wins. 36, instead of getting 37 wins, I think he'll get 35 or 36 wins. So he's slightly under, but it's not. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'm just higher on them than you are. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're saying Steph is going to be MVP, so you're definitely way higher. You're, you're higher than, than them on me. Like, if he wins MVP, like, yeah. If he gets a top four seed, he's going to get my MVP vote. Yeah, that's that's why I think it's going to happen. Like, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. He has, a, like, the best chance for a good narrative. And I think it's possible. I mean, I mean, you, you know, you gave a good argument for why the Lakers might not win as many games, right? Um, so who knows? I mean, he's well-rested. So is Draymond. So I mean, what was it for Draymond could just mean like, you know, he just got lazy or something. No, <laughs> Draymond's never going to get lazy. No. Draymond's going to look a lot better this year now that Steph's there because there's actually like an all-star on the court. There's not yeah. yeah. An all-star that knows how to use him. But at the same time, like, if like what's their starting five? It's what, Steph, Draymond, Oubre, yeah. Wiggins, and... Uh, do, you put Pas- do, do you put Pascal in there? No, or is he more of a bench guy? I put Looney at center. Okay, so you got okay, you got Looney, right? So like, if you're getting like, do you just double step the entire game? Well, well, you know that's a good point. Because it's not like Draymond, like I just if you like the short, if you try to get a short roll, short short roll with Draymond, I don't know why that was so hard to say. Right? Where's he gonna pass? Who's he gonna pass to? Looney? No, I, I get that, but like, I don't think. It's it's hard to guard Seth because he plays so well off the ball that if you if you can make Looney, Marquise Chris, Wiseman like into like great screeners, that that really does a lot of offense. You get basically Draymond at the top of the key. He's a, he's a pretty good orchestrator if you get yeah. coming off these you know down screens coming off onto the like the elbow three basically you know give it to him. I have a way to make a shot. If not, I guess this is the problem is that if not you basically swing it over to the other side and it's like right wing Andrew Wiggins take a jump shot, which that's a problem because that used to be Katie. No, I'm saying it's like yeah, it's the way you solve it is like you just do What? Yeah, I mean I guess, yeah. I'm just saying like if you you can play boxing with LeBron did on them. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, what are they gonna do against a boxing one? Which I mean it's kinda sad, but yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I just you know I feel like it'd be it would surprise me if you know they really you know other teams committed to that kind of defense in the regular season. I think that's the kind of thing you have to like game plan a little bit for. But yeah, right. I mean they could. I mean that that you know, I mean yeah. I guess this is like going back I mean, to the three Davison days, right? I just have them just like, so like if they play if they play the Lakers, I think Lakers. Easily will win. If they play the Clippers, I think they'll like 
do a pretty good job as well. Yeah, I'm not saying they have a trade right. playoffs. Like I don't like I don't see good matchups for the Warriors against any of the teams. Like any of the teams that are above them in terms of over unders, I don't see any good matchups for them. Well, they they could beat yeah, no. you know, the the Suns, the Blazers, the Utah Jazz. I mean, they could beat any of these teams. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like I don't see a good matchup for them. No, there's not one that's like oh. That fits well for them. No, like every match, every matchup would be very competitive, and it may well, not even win. I don't know how good Wiseman is either. Maybe he's really good. I'm intrigued by Wiseman, or maybe he's just a rookie big. Yeah, true. He or, played. He played like what, like three games or something at Memphis. Yeah, two or three games. True, but uh, and then he was like, "Nah, I'm out. I got to think about it." Like in the over the past, like over the past calendar, he's played three. Call it basketball games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with him. And he's at Memphis too. It's not like it's not like the Kyrie Irving rookie year when you know. But hey, all right. Uh, next team is the Pelicans. Pelicans. They're at the same win total. Same over under as the uh, Warriors. I'm gonna take over on them. Um, yeah, I think I think Zion Zion's gonna be better. Like he's gonna be better than he was in the bubble. Sure, I hope he is. They also, <clears throat> you know, defensively they're gonna they're definitely gonna get worse because they don't have favors anymore, right? I think that's gonna help them way more offensively. They're just gonna go. What? That's Steven Adams. I, 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 think, I think going from Favors to Adams is a downgrade. Adams is on the downswing really? wow. right now. Yeah, like he's definitely gotten beaten up a lot. That's all I'm going to say. I like Jackson Hayes, Hayes, too. I mean, they have, they have young upside players. Jackson Hayes, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Yeah. I, I, so, with Stan Van Gundy, my, my thing, what I'm thinking they're going to do is going to be like, okay, we're just going to run. We're just going to go and run. Everyone is young. We're just going to go Get the ball and go as fast as possible. And everyone on that team can play that way, basically, maybe with the exception of Adams. But he'll be fine. He'll outlet it or something. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Adams gets the ball, inbounds it to Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball just chucks it. Boom. Easy two points. Lonzo's getting pretty good, man. Like, I mean, look, he's never going to be – No, I'm saying I'm – saying, but... What I'm saying is Lonzo, like, goes, like, three-quarters of the court, just passes it to someone, whether it be Zion or Brandon Room, whoever. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm gonna go over too. I, I got went over on too many teams now. I forgot how good the Pelicans were gonna be. I think they're gonna be good. I'm gonna go over, but like not super duper over. I mean, like losing Holiday is definitely tough, but I feel like the. I feel like with Lonzo, though, it, Lonzo just needs to facilitate, and yeah. that's all you really want him to do. You don't. You, like, you lose another score, but, I mean, with this team, their makeup seems like you'd prefer to have someone more of a facilitator than a scorer yeah. running the point. I mean, plus, like, just I think the improvement of the young guys will kind of make up for the loss. And, like, yeah. Bledsoe's not trash. You know, he's, he's not as good as Drew Holiday, but he's he's okay. And, I mean, I think it was a good trade for them, getting the draft picks. True. So, yeah, like, you can get, like, like, with Bledsoe and Reddick, you have competent veterans. Offensively speaking, right? Yeah, and you have Adams, and you have Josh Hart as, you know, uh, a young veteran in a way. So, 
You I like Brandon. Brandon Ingram has been in the league longer than Josh Hart. That's that's true. Brandon Ingram looked pretty good last year, and I think he'll he did. So I mean, he was a stud. I think Brandon Ingram and Zion would both be all stars. Definitely, hmm. Zion. Yeah, that's not that's not even a question in my mind. He's gonna be an all star. If they're saying like, yeah. voting involved whatsoever, like Zion's an all star. Zion's an all star. Ingram, I think, has a pretty good chance of making it. Yeah. So next is uh, Houston Rockets. Their over under is thirty four and a half, which would be like a thirty nine win team. And I'm I'm gonna very easily take the under. Yeah. I think James Harden is one. Yeah, no, I was gonna take the under because I'm like just with everything we heard today, like coming out about Harden, like oh, the trade rumors kind of picked up a little more. So I was just like, I'm more convinced he's gonna be gone. So yeah, it's just because like let's let's say they got Ben Simmons in that trade, right? The perfect thing for Ben Simmons would be to get shooting. I don't know where the shooting is on this team. No, there is no, there is no shooting. Eric Gordon and, and PJ Tucker, but they're they might not be in the, you know, they might be in the trade themselves. Like at that point, you might as well like you're gonna trade PJ Tucker. You got a first round pick. Back. Yeah, you have, you're gonna have. To. Yeah, you got to get draft picks. You just gave up a bunch of your draft picks. So you have to yeah, get back. if they trade Harden, for example, I, I feel like the first thing the Celtics are gonna do is like, yo, get us PJ Tucker real quick, man. Right. Oh yeah, I love PJ Tucker. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like – and also, like, if you get Ben Simmons, how is that going to work with John Wall? Right? It's just the, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that's too. There's, like, the whole thing that we complained about with, like, Philly last year with Ben is, like, there's no shooters for him to pass to. But then when you send him here, like, what the hell? You got, you got like, a real mess. You got a real mess of a situation. You got John Wall, Boogie Cousins, and Ben Simmons on the same like, team. Like, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Philadelphia, if I'm Houston, I'm like, no, give me Embiid instead. Wow! Like, no, but like, still, either way, like Ben Simmons going there just doesn't fit. Ben Simmons. No, but I mean, like, why play? Like, yeah. your goal at that point is not like you don't care about fit anymore. Like, the only thing that you care about in Houston is like you're gonna rehab John. You want to rehab John Wall's image, treat it, and right. you hope that like Boogie Cousins like can get you something. That's it. Just trade them both somewhere, you know. Do a package. The question though. is like, where are you gonna trade John Wall? You can't really. You can't trade him anywhere. No, that contract well, will not yeah. let that happen. Maybe you can trade him for Kemba Walker if Kemba Walker is done. I well, mean, you need first. Re- you need first rehab John Wall's uh, value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. I'd... John Wall's looked good. That's all I'm going to say. John Wall looks explosive. Look, man. If I, if if you haven't played basketball in two years, I hope you look good. <laughs> I mean, sure, fair, but they're they're you know. I like John Wall. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. They're going to be bad. We all went under. We all are predicting Harden is gone, and whatever they get for him will be kind of messed up roster. You know, irrespective of who they trade him to. Like if they trade him even to like, yeah. you know, Brooklyn, they're going to get back stuff that's like confusing still. Yeah, it's just not. It's going to be. Trade a bad it's going to be a bad season. If you trade him to Miami, like Miami, you, Miami's the only one that kind of makes sense. But even then, you're still going to get some weird stuff. Yeah, but like at least you, it's it's a little bit easier to work with because mainly you're gonna get back from Miami just a bunch of their shooters, whether it's a Hero and Robinson or one of the two, and then only they can maybe get Kelly. Like Simmons and so like you at least get offense. Yeah. Uh, oh, if they could get Simmons and Hero, that'd be fun. Yeah. Basically, yeah, James you know, is is a quitter, is what I'm trying to say. He is a thick quitter. 
Since you got pudgy. That was that was Rick Ross. I get James Harden. <laughs> you mean Thick Ross, right? Thick Ross. I like it. Like, I just don't know, like where Harden is going to go and where it's going to be good for him. I just, I really don't know. I don't think Brooklyn would be a good fit. Philly's probably the best one, and I just feel like that would kind of be a disaster too with with Embiid. As I've said, I really want him to go to Miami just to see like how heat culture works with James Harden. I mean, that's probably yeah. the case, yeah, for him. I mean, maybe. Maybe it is. Or maybe it's the worst case. Yeah, because, okay. you know, I don't know if you heard. Florida doesn't care about this COVID. And I don't know if you heard. Miami got some real good clubs. And, and I don't know if you heard, but James Harden doesn't do too good when he plays in Miami to begin with because, you know, they got some nice clubs. I mean, if you have Harden, Butler, and Adebayo, <laughs> that's, like, probably, like, the best team in the East by far, but, like, what's the chemistry going to be like? Yeah. I don't just – I just don't – I think I think James Harden's overrated, man. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I know he's probably the best scorer in the league with Kobe slash Jordan. What does overrated mean? That's the real question. I just – I don't think he's a leader. I don't think he's going to uh, get excellent playoff success if he keeps this attitude okay, slash, he, you know, style. That's what I'm saying. Is he, is he a top 10 player in the NBA? Who yeah, hard uh, yeah. In terms of talent, yeah, I think he's probably top yeah, I mean, five or top eight. But in terms of like, am I going to win a championship with James Harden as my best player? I really just have little faith. No, but what I'm saying is like, who are the guys you take ahead of James Harden as your number one player? LeBron, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Damian. I would even take Damian Lillard above him. Uh, there's more. I mean, there's Giannis. Uh, five. I would take Jokic over him. Six. Uh, I would take Kawhi Leonard. I would take. I would take Jimmy Butler over him. There's more. I mean, I'd take Tatum over him. Well, no, I wouldn't take him over him. That was bad. That was too. That was too far. I went too far. Uh, I was feeling myself. Uh, Kevin Durant. You forgot him. I take John Doncic, Kevin Durant. Um, He's like eleventh best player right now. Is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All I'm saying is, like, that's still really good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. I mean, you're right. But. I, I'm just saying, we have to make sure you put some context into this, right? Like, saying that James Harden's overrated is, like, okay, he's not, like, the, he's not, like, top five, but he's definitely, like, he's probably, like, top ten. No, I'm. he's a top ten NBA player, and I think he's a top five talent. Like, incredible score. Like, you can't discredit being that elite of a scorer. Like, I don't care if it's free throws. I don't care if it's step back threes. I don't care if they look like garbage shots. Like, that is an unbelievable skill set in Arsenal, like, offensively. Never seen anything like him. I just don't trust, like, that system, that style. Like, how is that ever going to win? But, I, I like, if he gets traded to, like, Miami, for example, or if he gets traded to – I don't think it would work anyway. No, what I'm saying is like they're not gonna play his style. They're gonna make him play actual basketball. But will he be happy? Yeah. Right? Because I mean, okay, he doesn't really have a choice, right? No, because he this got is, traded. This is what he wanted. Yeah, but if like, he, he got he, traded, he wanted help. But if he doesn't play that way, 
I mean, is he going to set screens? Is he going to, like, play off the ball properly? Or is he going to do the same thing he did with Chris Paul and he's just going to stand there, not crash on off court? I'll put it like this, right? If he gets traded to somewhere else, right, he would be, like, in his mind, like, it would be very weird for him to leave a place where he can do whatever he wanted, right? He can get away with whatever he wanted to do. And he wants to leave that place to go somewhere else. And if he still does the same thing, what, like, what difference does it make if he's in Houston or, like, Philly or wherever? right? Like, he has to change. Otherwise, he's just, like, way stupider than we thought he was. Yeah. I just, I don't don't know. I'm not holding my breath on him changing because I've seen, you know, basically five playoffs in a row, maybe more, where I'm just like, please don't take this shot. This is not a good shot. Don't play this way anymore. And he just keeps going. He just doubles down on it. 2018 was, like, the antithesis of that. It was just, you know, Come on, man. Like, why are you doing this? Like, go to the basket. He's tired. He's carrying the team, man. Yes. Well, maybe if you're, you know, you know, on time to practice and you, you know, try to work out like Kobe, you'll you'll have some energy at the end of the game. And if you trust your teammates and you don't play isolation like more than anyone's ever played in like the NBA ever. Like, come on. I just, you know. It's not surprising to me that Chris Paul like, probably hated himself playing with James Harden and probably Russell Westbrook, too. I mean, Russell Westbrook is a creature of yeah. Like, it, if yeah. he says, like, you got to be on time, you got to be on time. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, at least with Westbrook, even though he shoots way too much and, like, does boneheaded stuff, you know, at least he's, you know. He's trying. He's trying. He's giving you maximum effort constantly and will do – He'll do whatever, man, you know? Yeah. Like, he won't complain that much. I mean, I feel like – and teammates love Westbrook, you know? Yeah, no, he, gets, he just gets a bad – he just gets a bad rap, but it's like, like, dude, he actually James works Harden? really hard. I don't think people like playing with James Harden. No. The, the other thing is that – I think I think the other thing is – Russell Westbrook does, like, a bare minimum of, hey, we want to be on time. Let's be on time, guys. Yeah. I think people appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even in like in a regular working place, like you guys can, you know, attest to this. If someone's just constantly not on time for like, you know, things for your your working group or your your groups that you're, you know, doing projects and stuff if you're in school, that just pisses you off to no end because it's like you have no value of my time and you just think I'm useless and like worthless. And so that your time is just so much more valuable. And so like, obviously if you're the star, that's actually true. Like you are about like worth more and you're more valuable than them. Right. But like, you can't have yeah. teammates feel that way because then it just destroys chemistry and no one wants to play with you and you're never going to maximize your talent. And that is like the problem with James Harding and the way that he, he goes about the game. No one wants to yes. just stand there watching this guy dribble for like 23 seconds. And then he's either taking a step back three or it's like, you better shoot this ball. Like, that's your only choice, you know? Yeah. Play with there's like no, because there's no rhythm in the offense. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I've just, played with people like that. Yeah, I've played with people like that in, 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 you know, in intramurals. Like, you know, we'll have a guy who's basically like the James Harden of our team. And, like, it's really tough to play with that. Like, I don't – I'm not saying I'm a great shooter, but I consider myself, you know, pretty good as, like, a catch-and-shoot guy. And, like, I – there were seasons where I made no threes. And I would take a good amount of them because I would get the ball and it was like, I had no choice but to shoot. 
Yeah. Like you're just, you're, you're all confused. Like you're stressed, you're nervous. Like you have no freedom of the game anymore. So you can't play, you know, effectively, you know, you're just in your head now. Yeah. Hard. I think it's hard to play that way. So I guess you're right. If he goes somewhere else, he has to change. I just don't think he will. No. Whether or not you're right, whether or not he does or not is a different issue. But like, if he goes in, he's like, I expect to play the same way. Like, he's like way dumber than I thought. Well, you know, a lot of players are that way when they have that much success. Like, look at Allen Iverson, MVP. You know, greatest one of the greatest scorers ever. You know, obviously he was he was like a an icon for that style of basketball at that time, and and played that way. And maybe the advanced stats don't really back up, you know, the way he was playing now. But like that time. You know, the people played like that, and yeah, he didn't want to change because it's like, you know, what kind of like comes off the bench? What kind of MVP plays like this way? Right, but I, I'm pretty sure like with Iverson, like in the situation of Iverson, I don't think like he had the a la carte situation that James Harden did. Like, I don't think it was like in the situation of Allen Iverson had final save over all the like the entire raw, roster. But I think the Allen partying is similar. Like, what the partying and the not being on time stuff is kind of similar. Sure, but I'm saying, like, it's not like he go, he's like, oh, I want this guy fired. I want to have this guy traded. I want this guy traded. Like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case yeah. for her. Like, and I think Iverson was probably a better leader in, in some ways, despite the, you know, off the, the court antics, because, like, his teammates loved him because he would just go hard. Yeah, there's like, there's yeah. Not, it's not like you hear that about James Harden. You don't hear the no. reference James Harden that you do for Iverson. I, like, I, the way I, you hear reference for James Harden is like, oh, this dude can get buckets, but it's not like, it's not like, Yo, that dude is the dude. Yeah. I can't remember a teammate loving this guy. And, like, I've seen so many clips of him, like, getting mad at teammates for him not, like, getting a rebound. And I'm like, you just want a triple-double that bad? Like, come on, man. Like, if you weren't this good, we'd be clowning at you constantly. Like, we'd be like, yo, you're JaVale McGee. Exactly. That's true. So you can't say that about him. That's my, my take on James Harden. So. All right, I think we spent too much time on the Rockets. Oh, James Harden, man. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. I mean, the next, next team is the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh. They're at 30.5 win, 30. wins over under, so that's like a 35-win team, 34.5-win oh. team, something like that. That would be the same over under if it were a 82-game season. Yeah. I'm going to take the I'm gonna take the over, but, again, it's going to be like a slight over, 31, maybe 32 wins or something like that. Yeah. Like, which in some like not in some sense, it's definitely a regression for them because I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs or at least get the playing game. Part of that is like I think like you see this with teams all the time. It's like you get you make that big leap in one year and then after that you come back to earth a little bit and then after yeah. the year after that is when you actually could, right? Yeah. Like two years ago we saw that happen with Sacramento, for example. Sacramento made like some sort of leap and you thought, Oh, maybe they have a chance and then no, it didn't work out. No. Right, so I think yeah. it's gonna happen to the Grizzlies. Even though John Morant's gonna be good, uh, Jaron Jackson apparently grew in height. Oh, how? Be good. I don't. Know. I mean, he's like twenty-one or something, right? Yeah, they grow. Yeah. They have so, Grayson Allen. But I remember he also he was also coming off an injury. Right. Yeah. Then you also have a. Oh. Justice Winslow coming off an injury. Brandon Clark is good, but then outside of that, like maybe you have Dylan Brooks, but uh, I don't know. No, I'm going to take the under on them. 
And a lot but of like, the times that they were good last year, like it was with Jake Crowder. Jake Crowder obviously got traded. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really see like like how good they're get they're gonna be. No. Like you said, Jaw's gonna be good, but like after that, like I mean and Jackson too, but like I don't trust those two to be like, you know, we're gonna carry our we're gonna carry these guys we're gonna carry the team to the playoffs. I don't I don't think they're that good yet. And the West is just too good. Yeah, I guess I'm going over just because I think Houston's going to be so bad that, like, this is the next team in line that'll get some wins. But, yeah, I don't – I don't, I think it's going to be tough because I think Pelicans, Suns, uh, Warriors are all, like, you know, better than them. And so even though they were kind of in competition for that eight spot last year, yeah, I think they're going to sort of regress just because some other teams got better and kind of like Shadar said – it might be next year until they really, you know, take the figure it out. Yeah. The other thing, uh, the other thing with Jaron Jackson is like in his first two seasons, he hasn't really been able to finish the season. No. Games last year, he got hurt near like at, around the end of the season, and he got hurt right around when the uh, lockdown started, or like, or he was hurt during that time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So overall. I'm- yeah. I'm just saying, like, I I just I don't expect to see full health from them, so that's what I'm taking under. Yeah, I mean like the next team is okay. I mean they'll be fine. Like they'll like it'll be like 29 wins. Well, actually, no, I didn't say over. Right, I said over, but I said I'm taking under. I just oh, I, went, I went over too, but I went like barely over. Like I just it's like yeah, a it's like 31 wins. It's, it's like a, they're gonna be over this prediction, but they're like not gonna be. I don't think they'll really even be – they'll be like the 10 seed or maybe even lower 10 seed, yeah. Yeah. Like at yeah. best it would be like a 10 seed. That's what I mean. Like they'll be in that play-in game, but they're not going to be as good as they were standing-wise last year, even though it's not really like they got worse. They're just kind of like the same and maybe slightly improved with Jaw as Jaw gets better. Yeah. Right. Next team is uh, San Antonio. They're at 29 and a half wins. Tough times for both. And right. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take the under as well. I don't – they're yeah, not getting any better. Yeah, I agree. No. Their competition got better. Yeah. Did they even add anything? I don't even think they really added anything. Anything of value. No. So – yeah, so I mean, like, I don't. There's, they, they might be the most boring team in the NBA. If we're gonna be that's, honest. That's very true. Uh, sad to say, but. Well, like, I mean, the nice thing is, you know, Dejounte Murray is gonna keep developing. Lonnie Walker is, I guess, in theory, maybe like a, could be a three and D player, right? Like Lonnie Walker in theory is very interesting. Kelvin Johnson is pretty interesting. Jakob Pertle is, I guess, like semi interesting. You have yeah. Demar Rosen and Marcus Aldridge, who are like. Like, the Marcus Aldridge might be, like, the most boring, like, star player in the NBA. DeMar DeRozan, like, he's good. No doubt, he's good. He's got that mid-range game down. But, like, how good is that going to be? In the, in so, the are, are Aldridge and DeRozan both expiring? What? Are, who's expiring on their team? There's no one. Uh, like, like, I guess of Aldridge, DeRozan, Gay, I, I don't really know what their situation is. But I think if they – you know, are expiring any of them? I think the Spurs have to just trade trade them to see if they can get some kind of asset or a young player. 
because it's I mean they're not really going to help them win you know no Wait, I, I remember DeMar Rosen is expiring right? yeah I mean if you can find a way to trade so... him who wants him but but I'm trying to see the future salary cap stuff, but yeah, like Mark Rosen, as far as I remember, he's uh people would want Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, so I mean, Demar, Demar, and Lamarcus Aldridge are going to be free agents as well, most likely, and Rudy Gay will be a free agent. So, like, it'll be next year that'll become interesting. It'll be interesting because they can really reshape their team, but this year. Not so much. They're kind of stuck in purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess pop is good. I just don't see them winning that many games. Like, they'd be equivalent to a 34 win team. Like, I would think of them if they were going to play in a regular actual NBA season right now. I think they would be like a 32 win team. Yeah. I, uh, Which would mean under. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough for them. So is everyone taking under on the yeah. Those? yeah. Oh yeah. Next is the Sacramento Kings. Oh boy. Their over under is twenty seven point five wins. Oh. Uh, right. That's equivalent to a thirty one win team. Uh, so they got my guy De'Aaron Fox. Okay, on Fox stand. True. But I don't know. Like then they got a uh, Tyrese Halliburton. But again, like I don't know how much that matters if you got a rookie as like the next right spot on your team. Yeah, It'd be nice to get them with healed, and then you get like hopefully Marvin Marvin Bagley is actually healthy. Like that would be interesting. That would be an interesting squad. But I don't trust Marvin Bagley to be healthy. I don't really trust like I don't really trust Buddy Healed to be back to two years ago how good he was. Well, I mean, he got rid of uh, uh, Bogdan. Yeah, I mean, Buddy gets more you know role, more of a role, more playing time, more shots. So, yeah. Shots, but like at the same time, like the one thing that they needed him for, like they were using him was like they lose a ball handler. Yeah. But he was not a ball handler, right? Yeah. Like I can only think of like like their their ball handler their ball handling situation is De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. They have Corey Joseph. Halliburton, one of your like you don't want to make him one of your ball handlers, right? Just because well, he's a rookie. What about Corey Joseph? I mean. Okay, like if you're if you're like Corey Joseph is like my guy at that point, like like I think you, I think you got big problems to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. no offense to Corey Joseph, man, but Glenn Robinson, pretty good. Jabari Parker, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, no, you don't you don't like Hassan Whiteside's body language. I do not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I yeah, I saw him last year. And he was in Portland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shots where he was like I mean, catch it. Was a lot of games on Whiteside, and they're still pretty good. He'd catch it at like you know, ten feet or something in the key, and he would like <laughs> throw up a shot, and it would be so off. And I was just like, this guy doesn't even care. Like he's just like, whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Deer and Fox. Like, that being said, I think they could get 32 wins out of this roster. I think so, too. Like, I think they're, just, I think they're the same as the San Antonio Spurs. So, I think I'll take the over on them and the under on the Spurs. Exactly. I'm, I'm going the yeah. same way. Yeah, no, that seems fair. I'm going the same way, too. Yeah. yeah, they just have a – the Kings 
have a little more intriguing pieces, but like not really super duper intriguing. Like just like I, I can justify the Kings roster to be maybe like, okay, maybe they'll do a little bit something rather than the Spurs work. Like we said, they're probably the most boring team. Like, I don't like for the Spurs. I don't see where they could pop. The Kings, I can see them pop, but I don't think it's likely that they'll pop. No, not at all. But like, you could make you could if you if you really convinced me, then like I'm like okay, maybe I can buy that. But like, like I think there's probably a universe where the Spurs like become like the nine seed. I don't think it's gonna yeah. happen. I don't think there's any universe where the Kings become the nine seed, but. I think most universes would have the Kings being like a game better than the Spurs. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Does that it's, make it's sense? Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. what I'm saying. It's yep. gonna, you know, if I do the simulation 10 times, 9 out of 10 times, like, Kings are going to have one game better than the Spurs. 1 out of 10 times, like, if things just work out, LaMarcus is like throwback, DeMar somehow becomes better. And, the Spurs are in the playoffs. Like, you know, like, they're, they're, you know, they're in the top. The yeah. Spurs are in the playoffs and the Kings are in Right. Yeah. Kings, it's like, you know, if they maximize everything, you know, they'll be pretty good, but not I just I don't see it, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Next team is the Timberwolves. They're they're over under sandwich between the Spurs and the Kings. I think they're the best out of these three teams. Yeah, I'm gonna give the them best? an over. I think they're the best of the three, because they have the best player out of the three teams. Well, sure, but I mean I don't know. Who's their like? Call Anthony Towns is a ball. Like he's possibly a 50, 40, 90 guy as a as a big as a. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm gonna give him. I'll give him an over. Well, they got Ricky Rubio back, but again, giving an over. Actually, actually, while I give him an over, hold on. Let me take a. Giving them an over, they're at twenty and a half wins. Like, uh, if they got, like, I could see them, like, that's equivalent of a 32-win season. I could see them getting, like, 34 wins if they're 82-game season. Yeah, like, no, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Right. You know what? I'm I'm going to go with you. I think I so my definition is – I like the traps of Wolves because they, you know, after Jimmy Butler just sunned all of them and, like, destroyed them with their stringers, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, these guys are trapped. But, I mean, you have Russell, you have so, Pat, you have Anthony Edwards, you have Ricky Rubio, like Malik Beasley, you got Josh Okogi, Ed Davis, Rondé Hollis Jeffrey. I mean, you have a, like a solid, you know, set of guys. Are you, are you just going to read the roster? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> like, like, I don't think every team necessarily has like that many solid rotational players. And like you're saying, Cat is an all-star. And D'Angelo Russell is like a fringe all-star in the East even though he's in the West, like, he's still pretty good. That's he's a, good he's a functional – he's, he's a functional ball handler. Yeah, and he's a great three-point shooter. He's a great yeah. he's a great shooter. Like, really good. I think – Plus having Rubio is another – you can, you can have uh, Russell play more off-ball. Yeah. Which would be very interesting because you have Rubio there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, then, like, I saw a highlight today. Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards actually tried it. He actually stopped Luka Doncic on at least one play. Yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. My that, like, is... If Anthony Edwards can bring an element of defense to that team, that's very good. Right. Oh, that'll be good for them. Yeah. I mean, the, my thing is their two best players are, I think, bad defenders. But I guess Ruby oh, and yeah. Edwards are good yeah. defenders. And, you know, maybe some of their bench guys. But at least in the defensive cat. Yeah. I'm saying is at least in defensive cat, like, he's a monster offensively. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could argue he's the best like 
scoring type of big person given like his his range and he's a really good shooter for a big guy. I think he's the best shooting big man. I think he's a little soft in the post personally, but he's yeah, like 50, 40, I they were. I mean, so uh, twenty was it twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen? What was the year? Twenty eighteen when they were like really close to the playoffs. They made the playoffs yeah. in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think they did. Oh, yeah. he was on fifty forty nine. He was fifty forty eighty. Oh, they did have Jimmy Butler then, so that's obviously the situation. I so- yeah, I'll go over to like you. I think they're gonna be pretty okay they'll be competent this year yeah in like 18 19 carl Towns was he was a 50 percent from the field exactly 40 percent from the uh 40 percent from three and he was 80 84 percent from the line last year he was uh 50 percent from the field he was a 51 percent from the field 41 percent from three and then 79.6 percent from the line yeah so he's 50 40 80 as a big that's, I mean, yeah, he's, I think he's the best shooting big. He's a really good shooter. Yeah. If he gets a little bit stronger, I mean, I guess if he just plays a little bit more like a big guy, I mean, I'd be more impressed, right? But, I mean, if it's not his game, it's not his game. He scores a lot. He still rebounds. Yeah. It's the defense. I just, that's the thing for me. Like, are they really ever going to be a good defensive team, even if they have, no. like, no. some – if they have a good defender here and there, I don't think it makes them a good defensive team. And I don't um, know I don't know if Ryan Saunders, like I guess I think I still think of him as like an inexperienced coach. And I don't know if he'll he'll get better, but I just yeah, I don't think they're gonna be making a playoff run, but they'll be better than their their win production, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's I yeah, they're gonna be better win projection wise, but they're just not gonna be very good. I agree. Same. Get some but they're not going to be as bad as the next team, the final oh. team. The oh, Oklahoma that's, under. That's, that's the worst team in the league. Their over-under is 22.5 wins. Oh. That's equivalent to a 26-win team. Oh. And I will very easily take the under on that. Yeah. They're, yeah. I know we wrote them off last year, but they also had Chris Paul. They don't have Chris Paul anymore. They lost Stephen Adams, too. They lost, like, yeah, they're, they're on tank mode, basically, is what you see. Yeah. But they're going to be all set, though, for the future, though, with all those picks they got. They have, like, 100 draft picks. Yeah, so, I mean, they're going to be all set. They can draft two teams. They can have two teams in, like, five years. Like, this team this team is just so weird as well. Because yeah. they, they, their best player is Shea Gelges, Alexander. But they also have George Hill, and they have Trevor Ariza. And Al Horford. And Al Horford, right? Don't sleep on Horf. So, they have three, they have three like, legit vets who have been around a long time. Yeah. But they also have like a bunch of really young guys. Like I, I, I'm on, I'm on the basketball reference page right now. I see it's like so many one experience of one, three, R, two. Like, like these guys are under like rookie deals. So many of them. Oh boy. And then you throw in the George Hill. You yeah. got the Trevor Reza, like I said. You got the Al Horford, and then you also have like Mike Muscala. I mean, Al Horford. Oh, this is like everyone's player, right? Is that what I'm, I'm reading this correctly? Is your second best player? No, Al Horford is your second best player. Oh, that's you know, not I would say George Hill is their second best player. That's that's a problem. That is a major problem. Especially because I'm pretty sure they're going to trade their second best player, their third best player, and their fourth best player. I think that's their plan. Yeah, 
yeah, I uh, I don't think it's going to be a good season for them. I think they're going to, you know, I don't think they're going to even win 20 games out of 72. I mean, that's yeah. definitely the under right there. So, yeah, they're – well, you know, I guess Sam Presti's happy, so that's all that matters. That's all I can say for them. Yeah. All right, so we completed the, the over-under. All I'm going to say is, based off of this chart for – I'm loving the Western we had Conference. The same, we had the same thought for five of the last six teams. We're just loving the Western Conference. We had, uh, what, one – Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten out of sixteen agreed with. Fifteen, yeah. but yeah, that's two thirds. Yeah, we got two thirds. That's a lot. Uh, wow. The Western Conference. The Western Conference is. Just, I feel like it's easier. Yeah, it's like we, we also think like a lot of these teams are really good. Yeah. Like we're all we're all pretty high on a lot of the teams in the West, right. whereas the East is kind of like eh, we're kind of iffy. Yeah, I mean, some of these teams, like, you know, I like I think the Timberwolves are better than like the Magic, right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the thing. It's like no, I I, I can see that. I think the Kings are better than the Magic, but yeah, like like the bottom, it's like a lot of the bottom teams minus the Thunder in the West. I'm just like yeah, like I think they would be like probably like between eight and ten in the East, like pretty easily, maybe even better, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the thing is like the top end of the East can like is like semi like is can compete with the top end of the West. Yeah, but the bottom end of the West is much better than the bottom end of the East. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's just a lot of talent uh, throughout the entire Western Conference. Just like a lot of all-star players on sort of not uh, contending teams. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think the Lakers make it out. Basically, is my my prediction. Oh yeah, and I think as, ba- as a favorite in the West, yeah, I, they're gonna make it out. I'm pretty sure they're like they they're the favorite to win the championship as well. Yes. Yeah. As much as it pains us to say it, like it's just the way it is. Yeah, I I think it's whoever they meet is just gonna get uh, spanked around. I mean, maybe if Miami gets Harden, it'll be really competitive series. And yeah. Maybe, maybe they would win. I don't know. But, I, we but can't, I, mean, I can't predict that. So, if you have like, according to ESPN, if you have the two best players in basketball on the same team, it's pretty hard to beat that. Like, True. I mean, frankly, I think if like, I think yeah, I think like the Lakers, even if they played like Harden on Heat or Harden on Brooklyn without big pieces being given up, like the All Stars being given up, I still think the Lakers like would win in seven or seven. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn would be real interesting, but yeah, like that, that's the one where it would be like actually close, but. Sure, but I'm also just like I don't think the fit would be very good, and then I don't think Harden would really get maximized, and or Kyrie would be like a sourpuss or whatever. And then like you know that's just you know that's that's easy. I agree. Kyrie will be like I'm gonna guard LeBron. I'm gonna post yeah. LeBron. You know, like that's not gonna work out. No. And I think Brooklyn has some question marks in terms of you know uh, like you said yesterday, Trudar, how good is KD gonna be on defense? What's the defensive capability of that team? Um, yeah. We'll see uh, on that end. I mean, they have size, but I think Milwaukee would get I know One thing we know about the Lakers is that they can actually defend. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They have a lot of versatility. Then, uh, they lost, like, some athleticism at the big position. But, 
yeah, they gained some some veteran trickiness and just smartness. And Schroeder is a huge upgrade. Yeah, just to Rondo. I mean, Rondo's great in the playoffs, but just as a scorer, like you basically have a third scorer now. Yeah, you didn't really have before. The only other question I had is like, who do you think is going to play? Who, like, who's the other team that could get to the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I'm going Nuggets. I was going to say Nuggets. Nuggets could be the sneaky team to do it because I mean, I still don't trust the Clippers to like figure it out in the playoffs, even with Tyloo there. Yeah. yeah. So that like, which is kind of crazy to think about, right? Like, if we if were to do this thing last year, we'd be like, yeah, sure, it's going to be Clippers is not be it's going to be easy for them, right? And now yeah. it's like, after what we've seen, like. Yeah, we don't you don't expect them to get there that far, right? I, Which is I, kind of big. I just think the point guard situation is too much of something to overcome. I mean, it, it's I mean it's not like Kawhi or Paul George can play like LeBron, so it's a different thing for the Lakers when it's and they also have Schroeder now. But even if they didn't have Schroeder last year, like they also had Rondo. But even if they didn't have Rondo, you have LeBron. James. Yeah, and like that's just not going to work for the Clippers. Like every team that's really a contending team has like a lead guard who is really, really elite. Like Denver, yeah. Boston. Uh, I mean, you can even say the same about Miami with Goran Dragic. You can say the same for, uh, well, I guess now. Like you can run an offense through Jimmy. Yeah. And you can do that. I mean, he, he, he can, he can yeah. play. I think he's more comfortable in that role than Kawhi or um, Paul George. Yeah. Even if you look at the West, right? You said Denver, Dallas, Utah, you can say that about. Portland, you can definitely say that about. Phoenix, yeah. you can say that about. Golden State, like if Golden State's healthy, that's true, right? Yeah, but even the East, yeah. right? Like Kyrie, Kemba. Um, I mean, do you count Drew Holiday as like, he's pretty good as a, a guy. Yeah. That's Kyle, Lowry. Team. Kyle Lowry, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I think – I, I would say that's too much for them to overcome, in my opinion. But, I mean, they almost lost to the Mavericks. If Porzingis was healthy, I think the Mavericks would have beat them. Yes. Like, and they didn't, I don't, I mean, Ibaka helps, but he doesn't solve that problem. He helps defensively, yeah. certainly, but it's he's already pretty good defensively. Right. And I don't know how much Tyloo solves the chemistry problems, or like, well, I don't I, know how. I, that's weird. I mean, I feel like they went from, like, Doc Rivers to, like, basically, like, light version of Doc Rivers. <laughs> no, but the other thing is, like, the chemistry problems are, like, people are tuning out Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard doesn't really connect, like, doesn't, didn't really connect with them, right? Yeah. Like, how yeah. much do you expect to change? Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, that, man, if they could have, like, snagged Chris Paul or Rondo, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, it would have been game over. But, like, it just didn't happen. Yeah. So they have to make a trade to me to like make the Western Conference Finals. Otherwise, it's it's going to be Denver. Yeah. So like, I heard I heard one possible theory is like they trade for Harden, Clippers trade for Harden. Who Paul George? I, I I don't I don't yeah I think I think Paul going to trade for Harden. They have no draft picks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just they're like here's a good idea. They trade for Hart. They trade for Harden. Like I don't understand how this works. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea how this would make the situation better. I mean, if you had Harden yeah. and Kawhi, maybe. Does that does that really make it a better situation? Yeah. Probably not, because you're going to lose uh, probably like most of the roster somehow. No, I, I'm just thinking like from like do you like the meshing 
like how well do you think the idea of like James Harden and Kawhi Leonard meshing together is going to happen? Kawhi's going to sit in his corner, just like hanging out, doing his thing, and James Harden's going to go out to the strip club or something like that. And they come back, they'll play, and then just go away. Yeah. Everyone else on the team is like, what, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Or whatever remains of a team. Yeah, uh, that wouldn't be wonderful for them. I don't think any team in the West is trading for Harden. I think he's Eastern Conference bound. Yeah. Not that like teams in the West wouldn't necessarily want him. I just think, like, I mean, you're not even gonna tra- you're not gonna trade him to Denver. I mean, I think Denver's fine with Murray and whoever else they have. I don't think they want to give up their young guys for that. I don't think Dallas is as is gonna give up anything. <laughs> I don't see how it would make any sense to do that in Dallas. Right. Like Utah, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. Portland, I'd rather have Dame Lillard. I mean, it's just like, it's not going to happen. Golden State was doing, like, they did their due diligence on this. It's like, you put Steph and James Harden on the same team. Well, that's the but way. You don't have enough to do it. I mean, maybe if you trade Wiseman uh, and draft picks and Wiggins and, you know, Wiggins for salary, basically, I guess. I guess. I guess that's a thing that, like, maybe Harden hasn't considered that would probably, like, make the Warriors really good. But, but yeah. I, don't see, like, I don't see that happening. I don't know how that would happen. I mean, if you were to, like, keep Clay, then you're really good. So, like, next year's team is, like, we got Draymond. Like, I'm assuming you can't trade Draymond, right? So, it's like, well, I don't think anyone wants to trade James Harden and uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, the package uh-huh. is basically, like, you're revolving around Wiseman and all the other like young players that the Warriors have and draft picks. And you're just, you're just doing that with, with Wiggins a salary. And that's it. Yeah. And at least then, you know, you don't have a weird situation in Houston roster wise. You just have all Wiggins and cousins, you know, and Wiseman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a little weird still. I mean, that's like the only team in the West that has a chance of trading for him. But I don't mean, yeah, okay, it's still Lakers are going to be the top team, even if that happens this year because there's no clay. So, yeah, we all agree Lakers win the conference and then Lakers win the finals. Yeah. Probably even if Harding gets traded to a, a team in the East. Well, uh. Yeah, I, yeah. So we just have to see what happens with uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Harden, Jimmy Hardies. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But I guess I guess we're yeah. pretty much wrapped up with this over under list now, and we yeah. have our, our finals predictions and all that. This was a little bit more tame than previous years. I feel like there was not many true. Problems. As in terms of like burrito bets, like just yeah, going there, crazy. Was no, there was no like, oh, like, no way, dude. Detroit's a playoff team, no way. <laughs> Wait, was I the one who said that Detroit would be a playoff team and they were like they were I garbage? Think it was or me, dude. I think I think you were. I think there there was a year you were super duper high on Detroit. <laughs> I don't know. We have to go back to the tape. Yo, watch the tape. Watch the tape, man. Yes. Watch the tape. <laughs> well. Okay, I got- I mean, it's cool. I mean, we're, we're close to the season starting, I think, five days now. So, definitely. Something like that, yeah. So it, I mean, there's a little bit of uncertainty weighing over the season, so we're going to see what happens. We don't really know clue what will happen with COVID, so. True. I mean, I think what they announced today, uh, only uh, one positive test they had, so. Yeah, I mean, 
The fact that they're not going to like, like anyone that's can gonna, That's going to be risky, but I mean, I trust Adam Silver. I mean, all I'm saying is like, if you can go outside and not be in a bubble, I bet they're, yeah. they're going to they're gonna get games canceled. Yeah, yeah. I know. there will be games that will get postponed and canceled, I think. And we'll see, though. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe I don't think the NBA players are going to like necessarily get the vaccine earlier uh, than yeah. like you know frontline workers and stuff. But I think they'll probably get it earlier than some people. So maybe at some point in the oh, season, I mean, they'll they'll get it earlier than Gen Pop, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll probably be considered like you know, that, that second wave or, you know, second or third wave. So maybe it's like March or April for them. And that's, yeah. The playoffs. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they got at the same time as uh, frontline workers because NBA is going to be like, we'll just pay you a whole bunch of money. True. Yeah. And then they'll be like, okay, they'll they'll do what they did in Orlando, right? It's like, oh, we are going to pay for all the COVID tests and we're just like, we're going to pay to get all of them. In addition, we're going to pay to get everyone else more coverage. Yeah. Yeah. But we we will have to wait and see what the NBA does. Yeah, I just want basketball back. Well, it's coming back soon, James. Don't worry. Yeah, yay. Yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, Tuesday night, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tuesday night. Oh, well, damn. It'll be there, and uh, hopefully this podcast is is correct by the end of the season. But that's usually not the case. So let's see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. I think that's all we have. So, yeah, I guess we'll come out with another one eventually. Hopefully, be more regular about this. So, yes. Yeah, I guess uh, that's it for now. Uh, so, yeah, peace, guys. Peace. peace.